0: Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My name is Lauren and I just work here. Hello, everyone. My name is Lauren and I just work here. I'm still here. So, I still haven't been Death Road or Clinton for my last two episodes, which is always good. <laughs> uh, well, how is everyone's week? For me, the week has been yet another roller coaster of emotions thanks to my depression and anxiety again. I still need to get into the doctor, but St. Louis is going to open up here on the 18th, so I won't have to wait too much longer, hopefully. Thank God. Uh, I'm still not sure how exactly things are going to start opening up because it's going to come in phases, but we'll see. But just to recap my week with y'all real quick, I got published again. I found out earlier this week that I was going to be getting published in a magazine. It's called Dreamy Magazine, and it's just for, like, photographers and, like, it. there are no articles or anything. It's one of those magazines that it's just photography and showcasing and stuff like that. It is print and um, digital, so that's always really cool. This is only my second time getting published, but I have seriously worked so hard for this, so I'm really, really excited. I also did it all by myself this time. The first time I was published, the photographer submitted my pictures, and this time I submitted them. So that's what I mean by like, I did it all by myself. And I am honestly so proud of myself for doing this because I've worked so hard for so long to start getting recognized and published and everything. And it just makes me really happy. But you can find the first image of me that was published in issue 98 of Dreamy Magazine, and this time I am in issue 127. Uh, And I also submitted images to two other magazines, and I can't wait to hear back about those two hopefully I'll be hearing back soon. I know one said like two to three business days and I did that on Sunday. So hopefully, fingers crossed, but we'll see. We're reaching like the fourth business day. But who knows since it's uh, Corona time. But I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Not like anyone listening to this cares, but it makes me really excited, so I care, and I'm still going to tell you you guys about it. And like I said, St. Louis is opening back up on Monday, and that's exciting as well, but that's really it for this week. (laughs) And also, this week I wanted to talk about something funny, since... Last week, I was so pissed off, but I honestly couldn't think of anything good to talk about. So, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I obviously talk a lot about my depression and anxiety on this podcast. So, today, I will be telling you guys all about it. Just to start... I vividly remember my very first panic attack. I was 16 years old, and this is where it really all started. And I'm not going to go into details for a lot of this stuff just because it's really personal, and I don't really want to put it out there. Uh, So you're just going to have to deal with that. But this is just like... An overview of what I deal with and I thought it would be a good thing to talk about since it's Mental Health Awareness Month so when I was 16 I had my first panic attack I vividly remember it and it was scary I did know exactly what it was despite never having a panic attack before that And, I mean, of course I was scared, but I kind of knew what was going on. Like I just said, I, I knew what was happening to me and why I was feeling the way I was feeling and why I felt so much panic and dread. But I'd also never really learned about panic attacks. That's nothing I really, like, in school we never talked about mental health or anything like that. But it was just one of those things, like, I knew what was happening. And as far as panic attacks go, like, it it was not the worst. And I have a lot of panic attacks, or I used to have a lot of panic attacks, I should say. One of my classmates in high school was there for me, and he stuck up for me, and then after college he actually wrote to me on Facebook and he said he felt so compelled to write an original cover song about me. This guy's name is Joey, and I honestly cannot thank him enough for the things he did for me in high school. He stood up for me for a lot of stuff, I think I touched on before that I was bullied. I was bullied from grade school all the way through college. And in college, I had people's parents start to bully me, which is something for a different day. But I've always dealt with being bullied. And he stood up for me. He was one of those people that he would talk to anybody and... If he saw you needed help with something, he would help you. When I was a junior, I had a broken arm and I had actually dropped like all of my textbooks on the floor when I was getting them out of my locker between classes and he, um, saw me drop them we were actually the last two people in the hallway and he saw me drop all my books and he like ran over to me and picked up all my books and he carried my books to the classroom for me and i mean we were both late for class but that's just the kind of person he was so um he actually wound up giving me his phone number one time and He he saw me crying, and he gave me his phone number, and he said, whatever you need, text me anytime, I don't care, and I'll talk to you. So that's just a little backstory on that. And Joey's original cover is to the song One Call Away, and I ask that everyone listens to it or watches the music video. You can find it on YouTube. I will have it linked in the show notes. But if you just search one call away, Scotty Springer, it is the very first video in the YouTube search, and um, yeah, I just ask that everyone either listens to the song or watches the music video. And that was something that he actually did after college. I think I already said that because I went off on a tangent, I don't remember, but Yeah, he just wrote to me. It was out of the blue, and that song got so much response. It got such a good response from so many people, and he's very respectful. He asked me first if he could tag me in it, and at the time I said no because I had personal reasons, and he respected that. So I'll always be thankful to Joey, For the things he helped me with in high school. But fast forward to March 1st, 2013. I do remember the exact date. I was going through a lot of relationship issues with my ex-fiancé. And I just want to say, if you're getting red flags, you need to leave. Please do not try to fix it or salvage it. My ex-fiancé and I were both out on this night with a bunch of other people celebrating a 21st birthday. I had a major migraine and it actually kept me out of a lot of the different places we went because we were all on like a party bus and we went to four or five different places. It kept me out of a lot of the different bars and clubs we were going to because the migraine was so bad I had to like stay on the party bus with my ex-fiance and we were holding like ice cold soda cans and like beer cans and stuff to the back of my head. And I just had to lay down with all the lights off and everything like that. But at the end of the night, someone poured an entire pint of beer in my hair for no reason. (laughs) Someone who was at the party with us and with everything combined, like the relationship shit that we were going through and the migraine, I had the worst panic attack I have ever had. Fast forward to June 2016, it was five months before my ex-fiancé and I were supposed to get married. Ex-fiancé gave me an ultimatum and said if I didn't get help for my depression and anxiety that he would leave me. So I made a doctor's appointment the following week and was officially diagnosed with depression and anxiety at that time, and I've been on medicine ever since. My general practitioner at that doctor's appointment also said that I I have a little bit of OCD in me as well but he cannot diagnose me with that and he also said that at the time I didn't need to go see a specialist. He actually said shrink but um, I'm just gonna leave it at specialist and then later that week my ex-fiance called everything off and again please do not let someone give you an ultimatum for your relationship I was still ignoring red flags. I was so in love with this person that I would do anything for him. And ironically enough, he broke up with me the week before my bachelorette party. So it truly was a bachelorette party. (laughs) But I realized after this relationship, not relationship, (laughs) all the red flags that I was ignoring or that I missed, Like, he was very controlling and just a a lot of other stuff. Then on October 21st, again, a day that I very vividly remember the date. October 21st, 2018, something very devastating happened to me that I will most likely never publicly talk about. So we're just going to leave that there. And in January 2019, my then-boyfriend broke up with me a week before I went to a conference that was out of state. And I also had a Disney World trip planned later that month. They were like, the conference and the Disney World trip were like a week apart. So it was very hard (laughs) for me. And it's with this relationship that I realized my anxiety comes out as anger. Anxiety manifests in a lot of different ways. It's not always just fear. Yes, my anxiety does come out as fear, but the majority of time it comes out as anger. And it still is something that I'm trying to cope with and learn how to control today. I know that it's a, a very big issue for me. I honestly did think it was just when I was drunk that I was getting so angry. Since starting on my medicine, I had become an extremely angry drunk when I used to be a happy drunk, and I also know that you're not supposed to drink while on medication, but it is what it is, and honestly, you're not supposed to drink on any kind of medication, but people still do it. And this breakup actually hit harder than the breakup with my ex fiance and I had a lot of help getting out of the depression of this breakup, from from this breakup, thanks to my friends Sierra and Andrea, and they gave me countless pep talks, they were always checking in on me, it also really helped that the three of us worked together at the time, so... We were nearly always together, so they could always check in on me. Sierra and a few other people actually suggested that I start journaling. And I never really understood journaling before, but I figured I would give it a shot. And it's something that I still do today. And I also started meditating in January of 2019, I used the Headspace app for quite a while because I didn't know how to meditate, and it, that's a guided meditation, so that really helped. But after all of this, I went into another bad downward spiral with my depression and anxiety, and my friend Brandon really helped me this time, and I will forever be thankful to him and what he has done for me. Because of him, I realized that my friendships with people, like, I value that a lot more than anything else that my depression and anxiety tells me. Because it is very, very common for your depression and anxiety to lie to you. So, this time around, I do know how to better cope with my anxiety and depression, but I still need a lot of work. I've picked up journaling a lot more. I didn't journal for quite a few months last year. Oh, I sorry, I skipped something. Haha. <laughs> um, I am reading from notes, so I'm sorry, guys. But today, thanks to quarantine and other personal things going on, my anxiety and depression are really bad again. Um, like I said, this time around I do know how to better cope with my anxiety and depression, but I do still need a lot of work. I've picked up journaling a lot more. I didn't journal for quite a few months last year. I was really, really good at it, and then I kind of just stopped journaling as much as I used to for whatever reason. I guess I felt like I didn't need to anymore and I was happier, but now I'm realizing that whether I'm sad, mad, like happy, any sort of feeling that I should still be journaling because that's really, really helpful to me. Every once in a while I'll color in an adult coloring book. (laughs) That's not very often, but uh, that's more so because of my OCD because if I mess up, then I get mad at myself, and then the whole thing is just ruined. So every once in a while, I'll color. I really have to be in the right mood for that, though. I don't meditate as much as I used to in the beginning of 2019, but every once in a while, I will, and that's something that I do want to get back into. Oddly enough, though, whenever I get my nails done, if I'm getting, like, acrylics or something that's not gel because that only takes like 60 seconds in the little cooker thing if I'm getting acrylics or something done I find myself meditating while my hands are underneath the dryer (laughs) just out of nowhere I'll start meditating and it's probably because like the um white noise or the whir of the you know dryers the nail dryers it just kind of helps put me in that place and I'll just start meditating and I can focus on my breathing and just clear my mind it's really nice so that's something I want to get back into especially now that I know a little bit better how to meditate and I also really like to go shooting or axe throwing when I can I find that these two things help me the most. However, I don't really have the ability to always go. But that's just a very, very high level of my depression and anxiety. And just to kind of recap on things that I like to do that help me are journal. Something I didn't mention was read. I really, really enjoy reading. That's something that I picked up when Everything started when I had my very first panic attack when I was 16. I used to hate to read. Now I absolutely love it. Sometimes it doesn't always help. Sometimes it puts me in a more depressive state. I couldn't tell you why, but a lot of times it does help me feel a little better and calm me down. Like I said, I like to color. I'll meditate from time to time. I love to shoot guns and throw axes, and I also talk to people that I really trust or people that I know have similar anxieties if it gets really, really bad. My friend Ashley that lives in, that's living in Italy right now really understands my depression and anxiety, so I know I can always go to her, and she is so good at Helping me see things from a different angle. I don't know what it is. She's got this amazing gift that she can just help me see things in a different light. And we also are both really big into our faith. So we... I'm not trying to, like, push religion or anything on anybody else. But that's another thing that helps me is talking about my faith and, you know, just praying. It's hard for me to ask for people to pray for me, but I've been asking for people like Ashley and Jeff to pray for me a lot lately too, and that helps. So like I keep saying, I'm needing to make an appointment with my doctor when everything lifts. I'm also trying to get into therapy. I used to be so against therapy like, back when I was 16 and stuff, but after my breakup in 2019, I had a few people suggested to me, and I was finally open to it. I actually wound up talking myself out of it around March of 2019 because I felt like journaling and meditation was helping, but now I realize that I should not have talked myself out of it, and I have people holding me accountable now, just in case I do for some reason decide to talk myself out of it again and I do know that or not meditating I do know that um, therapy isn't for everyone like I said I used to be so against it I used to think like that I don't need someone telling me how I should be feeling but last year I realized that it's not someone telling you how you should be feeling it's someone that's unbiased listening to you. And I think that'll really help me with my anger issues and my anxiety. So can I count on you guys to help me accountable for that too? (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) But some tips from me to you, if you suffer from depression and anxiety, talk to someone. It really does help. I know it can be scary. I was extremely scared when all of this first started like when my ex-fiance gave me that ultimatum to go to the doctor I was so scared and I was scared to talk about it to anybody but it really does help you can reach out to me and I'll respond if you feel like you have nobody else to talk to journal is another thing like I have been saying that's a huge thing that's helped me I literally just have word vomit all over the page when I journal. I just get my feelings out onto the page and out of my head. And it's so cathartic. It's so nice just to leave the, those feelings on the page. And I even sometimes will put a little Thing from zero to ten at the end of my journal entry and I'll circle a number as to like how I was feeling that day. Do anything that will keep you busy. For example, earlier this quarantine I power washed a deck one day and it's it's really anything so that you're not stewing on what is going on in your head. Take a bath and use a bath bomb or bubbles. That's always very relaxing. I will even sometimes get my oil diffuser and I'll diffuse eucalyptus oil. That's probably my favorite and eucalyptus is so good for stress relief as well. Do something you love. I will usually put on music and just dance. A huge thing is just exercise. When you exercise, your brain releases dopamine and serotonin, and those are the chemicals your brain needs to make you happy. And get out in the sun or take a vitamin D supplement. The sun and vitamin D also increase your dopamine and serotonin levels. And lastly, if it's that bad, please see a doctor. Ex fiance said to me when he broke up with me that the whole point of our relationship was to get me on medication, which to this day still hurts, but I'm so glad that I did go to the doctor. I know it's very, very scary talking about your feelings to your doctor, but this is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. There are so many people that go through depression and anxiety and all sorts of other mental health issues, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Your doctor is there to help you. I hate that I was given an ultimatum to go to the doctor, but I'm so glad that I finally did. And I have no clue where I would be today if I didn't go and I didn't get put on medication. And then finally, some resources for you guys, which will also be linked in the show notes, to write love on her arms or TWOLA. Project Semicolon, they are both nonprofit organizations and they have a lot of good literature on mental health. The Mighty, that's a really good website for all things mental health and they've got tons of amazing, amazing articles and tips and a lot of it is real people's like tips and stories. It's kind of like the Odyssey, but for mental health. And then there's always the national crisis text line and you can text them 24 7 at 741-741 for help did you know that skinny mint is giving you a discount when you use code lauren20 off that's right. You get 20% off every order on skinnymint.com when you use my code. I ordered the Crave Crusher bundle not too long ago and I'm really loving it. This bundle comes with the Super Lean shots that help energize you in the morning, supercharge and avoid that midday slump in the afternoon and help you recharge at night. The Crave Crusher bundle also comes with the Hunger Buster gummies that helps curb cravings, block new fat production and lower cholesterol. Use code LAUREN20OFF now to save on your Crave Crusher bundle and so much more. Again, that's LAUREN20OFF on SkinnyMint.com. Like I said, that's an extremely high-level talk on my depression and anxiety there's really no point in me going into everything and the whys behind stuff and what really sets off my anxiety. It is obviously something that I battle with every single day of my life, but I do the best that I can. and I just ask that people are patient with me and um, ask for, and I ask for understanding. If you feel like you have no one to talk to, please reach out to me. I am a really good listener and you can rest assured that, you know, whatever you say will stay with me. You can find me on Instagram at lauren.meredith2 or laurenmeredithmodel and you can find me on Twitter at lauren with an A. And I will always be your listening ear. But as always, I do want to point out things that have happened during the week since we all hear about right now is coronavirus. I said that weird. (laughs) Whatever, I just work here. So here we go. In other news, Elon Musk is threatening to move the Tesla headquarters out of California due to the continued shutdown. Earlier this week, L.A. I can't remember if it's L.A. or the entire state of California. um, But either way, they are staying in lockdown for another three months, which is mind-blowing to me. Anyway, listen to last week's episode and everything like that. (laughs) But Elon has been, and I use this phrase very loosely, in the news a lot lately. First, his newest son's name, X-Ash-A-12, which isn't even a valid name in the U.S. You can only use the U.S. alphabet and nothing else on a valid birth certificate. (laughs) Uh, So you can't use, like, numbers or hyphens you can't use umlauts or anything like that so the baby's name isn't even like a real name according to the us but whatever also elon and grimes pronounce the name different the ae combined one says that it is elvish for I, A-I, I guess you would pronounce it, and the other says it's pronounced Ash, so question mark. <laughs> and people are still crying over Elon, they're still crying over him and Johnny Depp, which we all know by now that Elon is a dog, so who really cares? And if you don't know about what happened between Elon and Johnny Depp, apparently Elon was getting with Johnny Depp's ex-wife while they were while Johnny and his ex-wife were still together and Johnny claims one thing Elon claims another thing but we really will never know so that's just a quick little recap on that thing but now he's threatening to move his headquarters and I don't really think the state of California cares if the Tesla HQ is there or not please correct me if I'm wrong but apparently this week has been really boring because that's all I could really find in the news. But that is about it for today. So let me get into my horoscope. My Scorpio scope for today, May 14th, 2020, is as follows. A small crisis is still a crisis, Scorpio. In the midst of this global crisis, expect to face a personal one today. Since you don't like unresolved issues, you don't want to put off dealing with your problems any longer. Questions abound. Are you and your partner equally sharing work and responsibilities? Are you making equal efforts to maintain relationship harmony? Asking questions is the first step towards answering them. And... I mean, yeah, there's been a lot going on in my personal life, as I've been saying this whole time. There's been a lot going on with that, and my boyfriend and I have had quite a few talks recently. We actually had one two days ago, like a very serious talk, so very, very accurate on that one, but... Hopefully I won't have a crisis today. I'm feeling a little bit better than I was yesterday, but I'll just have to go with the flow on that one. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm about to say next, though, so I won't even go off on it this week. (laughs) Please support local now more than ever, you guys, if you have the means to do so. We need to keep our beloved little local places around I honestly feel like I could do an entire episode on this topic, so please let me know if you'd like to hear that, and I'll definitely do it. I also want to give a big thank you to Anchor. Because of them, you can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. I believe I'm now on Apple Podcast as well, and I think you can also find me on the desktop version of iTunes, although I think iTunes has been retired, but when I look at all of my analytics, it says the desktop version of iTunes, so there you go. Who knows? Somebody should let me know. But seriously, y'all, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I appreciate it more than you will ever know, for real. Please subscribe to hear more crazy-sounding bullshit that comes out of my mouth, and please tell all of your friends as well. It would really help me out, and it means so much to me. I really cannot say that enough. Please be sure to check me out on Instagram at Lauren.meredith2 and at Lauren Meredith Model, or you can find me on Twitter at Lauren with an A. Please let me know what you guys want to hear me rant about next, and I'm totally open to it. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Lauren and I just work here.